What's up, guys? Welcome to Saw That Terrible. I'm your host, uh, Zach, joined by my ever illustrious co-host, Morgan Highslip. Morgan, what's going on, dude? Hey, what's going on, Zach? It's been a while, huh? It's been so long that I almost forgot how I entered the show. Yeah. <laughs> I started it's it, and I was intro. like, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm yeah. just, we're going for it. We're winging it. It's December. Oh, yeah. 2020 is almost over, dude. Whatever. Oh, thank Christ. Whatever. Don't Are we going to get some, some Star Wars slash Marvel news in the next hour? Oh, Probably. Yeah, we're recording we'll this like... In, in like maybe 30 minutes before the Disney investor uh, meeting, right? Yes, we are. And yeah. It's so exciting. But we, uh, uh, yeah. We, we'll, wait, wait. We'll before we start the show, we're going to see, uh, we're going to get, do you think the Spider-Man news culminating the past couple days is going to like reach ahead this afternoon? Are we going to? I bet they don't say shit. I hope they don't. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. I really hope they don't just to, uh, just to mess with everybody else. I also don't think they'll say they're putting movies into streaming, which I wish they would, because like theaters, yeah. not a good place. Yeah, no, yeah, I wish they would as well. Um, I say it's a fifty-fifty chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me watch Black Widow on my phone, you monsters. Yeah, I want to watch the Multiverse of Madness on my uh, son's Fire tablet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we'll be lucky to announce a musical, much like oh. we're talking about this week. Hey, we're talking about Rent, two thousand five. Directed by Christopher Columbus, yeah. not the bad dude, yeah. the guy who directed uh, Home Alone and uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and yes. another movie we've done for the show, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Oh, I forgot he did that. Yep. Maybe he's a bad guy. Yeah, I only he's know a bad that. Guy. Yeah, I only know that because whenever I was <laughs> testing audio before the call, I was like, I was like, I always do like a a, a mimic of like the intro, and I was like, what all did Christopher or like Chris Columbus do? And I just rattled off all these names. So yeah, Percy Jackson. Oh, that's right. That's unfortunate. Yeah, 53 that's... meta score. That's also not too hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, two hours and 15 minutes. It's a long that movie. It takes forever. Yeah, it's a long I've, movie. I've seen the movie a hundred times, and it still feels like it takes forever to get to the last 30 minutes that then feel like five minutes. I, I mean, I'll be, honest with reason. You, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've never... I'm not like... Look, I like musicals. Fine. I love a good musical. Like, um, but I'm also like a fan of like horror and uh, other things too, because I'm a big edge lord. So like Sweeney Todd is like one of my favorite musicals, like even the classic and the Johnny Depp uh, adaptation like years later. Um, and when we all know that I used to love uh, Repo, but I've never I've never watched a musical that has not felt like the longest thing in the world. You that's know, a fair, that's a fair. Assessment. Yeah, I think it's just because like. And the, also, I have ADHD, so like, yeah, <laughs> like let's all let's put that out there too. Like, I have the I'm worst attention like, span right. ever. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's see Barry Allen's adopted dad do something. Come on, let's yeah. What's do this. Tay Diggs up to right now? <laughs> oh, Tay Diggs. Speaking of uh, Tay Diggs and mm-hmm. Henry 
Barry Allen's adopted dad from the Flash show. Uh, this entire <laughs> cast, except for Rosario Dawson and Tracy Toms, who plays Joanne, are like the original Broadway cast doing the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and which you can, I do not like. You can definitely tell, and look, Anthony Rapp did a good job, but you can mm. definitely tell that Anthony Rapp is a Broadway actor. Uh, and you can tell that most of these folks are Broadway actors because of the way that they act um, in a movie as opposed to like a play, which are two different uh, styles of acting, in case you didn't know. Yeah, in case you hadn't uh, yeah. seen a movie before. Um, <laughs> yeah. Morgan, what is kind of your history of this movie, if anything? Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Um, I, I I live in a house with like two classical musicians who like um, aren't exactly like theater uh, or like um drama uh dorks or anything like that but we um like of course they have like an affinity for music and they of course they've seen this movie they're like way older than i am um and i think most people like most most people i know who enjoy musicals um has seen rent um given the opinion seems to be varied across the board on like um how they feel about the movie or whatever but no this has never been like in the zeitgeist of any of my friendships or anything like that and so whenever you um proposed the idea to do this movie for the show i was like oh that'll be interesting because i've never seen rent and i've only i only never i only know that this movie or only knew that this movie or this musical was uh about uh, about the aids pandemic in the late 80s and watching it um it seemed less that than I expected. Mm -hmm. um, it, that's like that that turned out to be like such a a lot smaller of a thing. But uh, I was expecting a lot more of that. Um, yeah, my, my history my history of this movie is very very thin. Uh, so I came into this movie with like way different expectations than uh, you probably did because uh, you've seen this before, right? Yeah, so I this is like one of my first stage musicals. Like I saw Mary Poppins oh. on Broadway when I was like seven or eight. Okay, but like this is one of my first like once I got into being a theater nerd. This is like one of my intros, and I I had not seen the movie yet. I had just seen the show itself, and so watching the movie, I definitely have some opinions because I think the stage performance is much better, mainly sure. because there's no dialogue in the stage performance. It's all music. Yeah. So like it just it's like Hamilton where it leads from one song to the next, mm -hmm. which I prefer because the dialogue in this movie is atrocious. Yeah, whenever there is dialogue, it's, it's so not bad. Very good. Yeah, it's not very <laughs> like good. there's there's a scene where they're in the the offices of Buzzline, and it's just like they're trying to fill time. Yeah. And it's like guys, you can edit. It's not like it's on stage. You don't need to throw in a occasional yeah or mm -hmm. you're not mm -hmm. our podcast you don't have to uh, randomly <laughs> say words to fill airspace <laughs> you don't but, have to be morgan and say like every four seconds either so <laughs> i never notice it but uh yeah so i've been a fan of this musical for a long time mm -hmm. i prefer the stage musical for the soundtrack as well as just in general okay. because i just think it's better but i do think um there's some nice differences like uh, uh I think you get a little more emotion in some scenes just because it's a movie where they can do multiple takes to get the most emotion out of it. Mm -hmm. I, and, and honestly, like I, I saw like, you know, this is just like a movie thing. Um, and I always find like multiple shots of, um, of certain scenes, like always super interesting. And like the way that, you know, a director or a cinematographer is able to um, find and make consistencies across shots and i will say there's a lot of really great uh consistencies across shots uh in this mm -hmm. movie um there's a there's a song um 
uh, at one point in the movie it's where it's where angel and um angel and her boyfriend i don't remember i don't remember his name but um oh, uh collins yeah yeah it's uh i'll cover you okay yeah when they're so, going through the train and stuff yeah, yeah yeah so whenever they're walking through like this is such a minute thing but it's just something i noticed um that i thought was impressive but like there are like multiple camera shots there's one from like they're walking by a park and there's a there's a police officer walking by and there's a shot from behind that you can see the police officer coming and there's a shot in front of them facing them and uh and it's it's so it's so well done in that um all the all the people walking by them it's all it all makes sense in uh in each like consecutive shot and i thought that was really impressive for like um for uh, a musical that doesn't necessarily have like the highest score um and mm-hmm. giving chris columbus i mean good director i mean whether like you really enjoy what he does he, he's he's like he knows what he's doing and i i, I really appreciated stuff like that and like whenever you go in from um whenever uh anthony rapp's character comes in and uh he's meeting um uh joanne for the first time mm-hmm. and there's the huge wide shot and then it immediately cuts in like mid dialogue and he's carrying on the conversation and it's like him walking into the stage like stuff like that is like really cool and like really great i feel like i'm like um gushing about like really small like things but uh i i thought i thought those things were like very very consistent in a way that like a lot of other movies um find ways around that sort of thing they don't purposefully mm-hmm. do those shots uh, and i thought those were really well handled in, in yeah movie. i think there's a there's a lot of care in this movie mm-hmm. so i don't you don't put on the story about so rent the original production yeah um there was the creator of the show, Jonathan Larson, I believe is the name. I'm going to double check it because I don't want to screw that up. Sure. But uh, yeah, Jonathan Larson was the original composer and writer. Uh-huh. He had a aneurysm the night before opening night. So he died the night before the show opened. Wow. Okay. So like there's been like this very like the whole cast and crew of the original production have been very like put their heart and soul into every possible thing they can when it comes to the movie wow. or when it comes like, to the movie or the show or anything. Yeah, yeah. And so I really think there's a lot of care and time put into making this mm-hmm. because such of like a beloved piece of work, yeah, I guess. It's, it's very thoughtful. Yeah. Even though it comes across in the screenplay and stuff that maybe it's not the best, but I think that's just because of the transition from stage to screen. Sure. Yeah. You can't nail it. Right. Like, no, I no. mean, even, even Sweeney Todd, like has its, uh, has its flaws as well. I won't spend this whole mm-hmm. podcast, like comparing this to like a horror, like musical, but, um, but yeah, there, there, there are some things there too, that I would agree. And I do want to, I want to talk about the cast real quick because yeah, they're all way too old to play their characters. <laughs> yeah. Whenever, um, whenever I heard that Rosario Dawson's care, I, I, sorry if I'm like forgetting names, I am fresh off of it's this Mimi. movie. Yeah. Yeah. They're, also, they don't say their names very often. And there's like a Mark, huge they cast. They say a lot. That's about it. Yeah. There's a huge cast of characters too. I couldn't possibly keep up. Um, but, uh, Rosario Dawson's character, um, uh, whenever like there's a bit where she's like she mentions she's 19 and i'm mm-hmm. like yep. dude there is no way there's absolutely no way for one you rosario dawson are 19 and two um just logistically like in like this idea that like all of these people are living in like these like um f- fairly nice uh new york apartments uh and for whatever reason like can't pay the rent it's obvious that like they've 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 been able to stay there because of you know because of circumstances uh prior but it's just like y'all are all like way way old (laughs) like way way old and 
for whatever reason, like your like this one is 19. If you're 19, then how old is Joan, who is like um a lawyer and like you know, like it's just like weird like age inconsistencies like across the board. Like it's just weird <laughs> in some places. And I don't want to dog it's on very it. But yeah, odd. it's very, it's very weird. odd. Yeah. So like, yeah, because Rosario Dawson was 25 when they filmed the movie. Okay. So four years still is a pretty like big jump. I think the actress who who originated the role of Mimi was also uh older mm-hmm. than the character was, and that's sure. just kind of the point of like I don't know, something I'm sure in the writing or the context of the show. Yeah. And that was a common thing in the other aughts too. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. But um it's definitely weird cuz like in Light My Candle, it's just like okay, this girl lives above them. And the entire concept of what they like how they live in that apartment is super weird. Like Benny, who was played by Tay Diggs, he uh-huh. lived with them and then he bought the building when they were roommates. I'm just quoting song lyrics now from yeah, earlier sure. in, the, in the movie. But like they bought he bought the building and then he's trying to sell it to create like a artist space for the tech age it's very weird it's very like turn of the century like um or turn of the millennium like the introduction Mm -hmm. of technology yeah because like mark uses like a a uh camera that uses film still right which mark is a whole different story because like the man just films uh homeless people that's just kind of like his thing yeah which is like questionable already um and it's just like uh, and for one, I, I I will say the the conversation about rent uh, right now in the year 2020 is uh, very interesting to watch this movie um, with like with the context of like um, whatever your opinion on like landlords are and uh, and things like that. Like, you know, we're at, it's I try not to like reference like the current like the current like uh uh, situation uh too much in our podcast but like it's for something like this it's you know we're we're like what uh seven no we're no we're beyond seven months in. we're like nine months yeah, in nine months i think yeah yeah we're nine months in and um they like we we've received uh as as a country we received like one uh one stimulus relief bill um so far um and you know there have been eviction notices and a lot of people are really struggling right now and so like watching this movie and seeing all these people like uh burning eviction uh notices Mm -hmm. at the very beginning of the movie was very striking uh for me so given i'm okay like nobody worry about me um i'm i'm okay i'm doing fine it's just like it's just a very it was a very striking thing to see in the year 2020 it was a really Mm -hmm. weird oddly perfect time for me to watch rent for the first time you know yeah i I think it's like that moment where like art can transcend time sometimes and like fit different aspects like lame can also kind of fit into now with the revolt of the social (laughs) classes and stuff like that um but yeah i i think rent is a a good piece now there is some Mm -hmm. kind of weird stuff and i think it's like the movie itself and kind of how it leans into the aids epidemic and kind of how it it uses it as a plot point but then kind of ignores it through a lot of it yeah unless it's to kill a character off or uh-huh. to almost kill a character off. And it just, the stage play thing does a better job of looking at it and talking about it and kind of putting in that time span of the late yeah. 80s, early 90s. But, yeah, they, um, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I kind of ran out of thought there. So you're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, um, I was going to say, they could have, um, I think there was a lot more to, um, get into there with, um, with Angel being, um, Angel being trans and um, they like in the movie, she's referenced as a drag queen, 
um which is great and you know uh go by you know like whatever your identifier is 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 valid for you um but they don't do much exploring with angel she's not really given any time to develop as a character um she's a little just kind of like uh slipped to the side and she has and it's it's like obviously widely known that she has aids um Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's it's like the AIDS, the AIDS epidemic in this movie. And, you know, is like you said, it's very like it's brought up and but there's nothing really said about it, um, which I would hope that, you know, I would hope that the uh, that the stage play would be a little bit, you know, better about it. I don't I don't know for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I it was it was very off putting because I was very glad that like they, you know, they included like they had that i'm glad that like that was an element here but i wish that there was like something more to say and was uh so okay so the two roommates the the Mm long-haired man uh not anthony rapp it's mark and um mark and fuck me um i'll think of it in a second continue though okay so i'll just yell it out randomly does he have aids I didn't quite get that. Uh, so Mark does not. I know Mark doesn't. Roger, yeah. Roger does. Okay. Roger is the other roommate. Okay, I so thought so. It, another thing that it did, I have with the issue with the movie is in the musical, they their intro song that explains everything, or the kind of intro talking music part, yeah, uh, talks about how Roger's girlfriend had AIDS, found out, uh. kills herself, and in the note informs roger that he too has AIDS. Oh my god! Which that would be yeah. a great like in, great inclusion um in mm-hmm. the film but i didn't get that i felt like i was missing a lot of information watching this i definitely feel like having prior knowledge helps a lot because yeah. this movie really just is like you're gonna figure it out kind of like how yeah. the dog that angel kills in today for you mm-hmm. is tay diggs's dog he mentions later at the restaurant what yep oh my god yeah, yeah no, like there's a, a lot, lot of small like, stuff like that yeah there's a lot of like missing missing things because it was like oh yeah i guess at this point i'm expected to have put together that rosario like the the conversation that that rosario dawson's character and um and and roger are having uh in the snow right outside of um Mm -hmm. the life cafe uh like you you're like you're assuming that's like that's them having the conversation like oh no no no, i we both have aids like this is like it's just like coming to terms with that um Mm -hmm. but i'm still like I don't know like there's no like clear it was like they were almost afraid to say it at least um like directly um yeah they had the line where she's like azt break and he says you yeah me. Like, yeah like that's where i was like yeah, oh is weird. that where i'm supposed to figure that out like i don't know yes, what like is. azt is like i'm you know like i was born in 1995 yeah. like i like i'm 25 years old i don't know what that is like it given i'm not like i'm not trying to be like i'm not trying to drag super hard it's just it was just a weird omission because overall i will say i largely do enjoy this movie like yeah I, and i think i came away like with a good opinion of this movie yeah i'm in the same boat where i do enjoy this movie it's just my musical theater brains like ah, oh, they could have done this so much better uh-huh. but i do i do enjoy watching this movie even if it kind of drags a bit because yeah. like um there's just some spots where it's like all right we don't need this dialogue just go to the next song please that's what i'm here for mm-hmm I don't want to watch and the music go is largely pretty good line. too. Yeah. Oh, the music the music slaps, I'll be honest. Yeah. There's I, some weird like music choices in the way they perform. Yeah. But it slaps sometimes. So, so let me ask you this. Um for the folks who were not Broadway uh actors and actresses who did not originally perform these songs, um, whenever they re-recorded these songs 
how are you, how do you feel about all the people who uh were not a, not necessarily like a part of the original cast like what do you what mm-hmm. is your take on uh their version of um those those performances as opposed to like the broadway cast uh for out tonight which is the rosario dawson song she sings yeah that leads into like the second the reprise of um light my candle uh-huh. i do enjoy her rendition of it a lot um i don't think that as good as the original broadway performance version of it mm-hmm. um and then there's not a whole lot of joanne solo sections yeah so there's not a huge thing like in uh, take me or leave me uh she's fine but like that's that's really a Dina Menzel song. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Um, Tango Maureen. It's a lot of talk singing, which is how it is in the musical also. Sure. So I think that they, they chose the best options. I'm not sure if Rosario Dawson had previous like theater experience before this. Yeah. I don't think she's been in any um, like musicals or anything besides this one. OK. But yeah. I don't think she's bad in the slightest. No, I didn't. She didn't seem bad to me either. Um, Rosario Dawson seemed just seemed great. Um, what was it? There was. um. Oh, there was a there was another thing I was gonna point out. Uh, Mark's ex girlfriend and Joanne's girlfriend. Um, what is her name? It starts with them as well. Uh, Maureen. Maureen. The Tango okay. Maureen. Yeah. Okay. So Maureen was like the first one that like I started feeling this way about. But I guess like stepping back, this is a, this is it's an issue that like I think the the larger narrative really has is that it's like it's giving these it's giving these characters, um that you don't necessarily spend a lot of time with aside from Mark and Roger. The movie really focuses on Mark and Roger. Um, and which is, which is great. They're both good characters, but Mm -hmm. everybody else seems to be less so characters and more caricatures. And Maureen, Maureen like heavily leans on, um, being this overly flirtatious, uh, flirtatious, uh, person Mm -hmm. who just, Oh, I just can't help myself. And like, they don't really do anything with that. Like to redeem, to redeem her or anything. Like, it's just like, I came, I came out of it with like a negative feeling toward Maureen whenever I didn't want to. And because like, she's, she very much has like uh, where the movie presents her as, um, as this diva like uh person uh from like the beginning who like quote wants to do the right thing or and wants to protest but that might be like in in some ways that might be performative and like you know she has like the whole like um the whole performance that's uh that oh the movie, god that's the worst part of this entire it's movie it's the worst part of this movie it's i think that is something that is unanimously agreed upon is that yeah. over the moon is the worst song this entire soundtrack i'm by a million so miles. glad i'm so glad we can agree on that because i was watching this and i'm like what is like what is this for like for real for real what is this mm-hmm. um, yeah and and maureen is just painted in such a negative light and i would have liked to have seen um i would have liked to have seen like there's some sort of redemption there as far as like you know why she is the way that she is like if she has like some sort of like trust issues or you know something like that and you know hey like and some people are like overly like um overtly like flirtatious and like openly sexual and that's super rad and cool but like you could do something with that and the movie doesn't really do anything with that and it paints joanne as just like this miserable person um for a right reason but mm-hmm. just like she's just like now joanne is uh is the one who's desperately like trying to save this relationship that is somehow resolved by the end of it and yeah that the- <laughs> i don't know how that ends up happening like i don't feel- the resolution of this entire thing's not very good yeah like like I was telling you, like my opinion on this movie is high, like it's it's a good movie, but it isn't until we like when we start like talking about like 
the back half to where like that's where i'm just like there are holes like in a lot of places in in where they choose to like let these characters go and like um i there's a lot of like having to assume what happens Mm -hmm. and we there's no confirmation that these things happen you know, like any like coming to any yeah. sort of understandings or like resolutions between relationships or anything like that. And it's just confusing. Yeah, especially when they when Mimi is saved by the power of song and love. At yeah, the end. and she's like straight up dead. She's like goofy Kingdom Hearts she's, 2 dead. And yeah, then she like, sees Angel in heaven. Yes, which was just like, OK, like we both know that like you did you that's not you didn't do that yeah. like you, didn't you had see like that. A, a death premonition it's okay you can go back to sleep yeah um, so you, you literally have the, a fever <laughs> yeah you literally been out in the cold for apparently three months now Jesus like christ yeah the on. entire city of new york i'm guessing she never left that one borough so they never, they never found her anyways yeah when she apparently was like a block away in a park yeah like we found uh, her in a park yeah. and i'm like it's been three months like and she was just in a park yeah i i uh, don't yeah, whatever dude talking about saving her life the sound of the song of mu- like through music uh what is your favorite track on the soundtrack i really like rent and um i really like um uh god what what's the dang what's the da- what's that damn song where they um uh say all the numbers you know oh uh seasons of love that's a good song too like that's a it's a banger it's yeah, a banger like the first two songs of this movie are like strong like super strong mm-hmm. so my issue have the movie talking about seasons of love yeah is that song is not in the musical until i oh. believe the start of act two after angel dies mm. but they chose in this one to just put it you know at the beginning because everyone knows that song they've all seen the office when they make yeah. fun of it yeah yeah even though the office didn't come out for another two years after this, but um, what was your favorite? Yeah, song? it's just uh, for me, it's "Take Me or Leave Me," um, okay. the song Joanne and Maureen sing together, um, or "Cover You" or yeah, "Cover Cover Me," "Cover You." It's "Cover You," I believe is the song's uh, name. Right? Let me see. I'm, I've, I've got it up on Spotify. I've listened to it a times and I still can't get it right. It is "I'll Cover You." Yeah, "I'll Cover You" and "I'll Cover You." Reprise. The reprise is probably one of the most emotional scenes of this entire movie. Yeah. Um, after the funeral. Yep, I agree uh it's just one of my favorites um but yeah the entire musical the soundtrack's pretty solid yeah um there's a live version that was two years ago on fox where they had jordan fisher play mark cohen okay it's glorious because jordan fisher is a god yes okay good good i I was really hoping it didn't go the way of repo (laughs) or sorry not repo rocky horror rocky horror no it's actually decent okay Um, good they had to do a recording though because the guy who played Roger broke his foot during rehearsals the day of. Oh, that's and they had no understudies because it's television. Oh, but that yeah, sucks. Um, the music I think is is really solid throughout the entire thing. Okay, but I wish they'd kept the nonstop singing instead of adding dialogue because sure. that's kind of the, the cool part of the musical is like, oh, it's the Hamilton before Hamilton where they don't stop singing. It's like lame is. Yeah. Would without... you recommend? Would you recommend I see the original uh, stage play? If yeah, I you could. can find um, you can find there is a recording of their final show, okay. um, but it's not with the original cast. It's with the current the cast that was running when the show ended. OK, but it's like a, you can stream it on like Amazon or something. Okay. But it's like a it's like a professional recording of the That's final good. show. It's pretty good. OK, cool. But, but yeah, that that's kind of rent. There's not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, it's yeah. good music. Oh, oh, I do have something I put in the trivia here. Uh huh. De Niro was a producer on this. Robert De Niro. Yes, and he wanted to get Scorsese to direct it. 
But Scorsese said the movie would look too good on a phone screen and declined. Oh my! That's not that's not, tr- that's not true. He just didn't like the screenplay. But I, okay, I to okay. Say that. I was gonna say like, wow, dude. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, that's even like more scathing. Because this was two thousand five, and like the phone at yeah. the time was the Motorola Razor, dude. Like, yeah, this looked good on a Razor. This yeah, probably looked look, really good on a Razor. Sick on like on a Motorola Rocker or whatever. All the Download dark, all the iTunes. dark tones. Oh God! So can we? Oh, so I take Bluetooth everything too? that I've said back. Uh huh. I take it back. The best songs, Love You, Bohem. The song inside the Life Cafe. Oh, this yeah, the song inside the Life Cafe is also really good too. I yep. can I can do that entire song from memory. It's so good. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's rent. I mean, that's it's, rent. Yeah, it's I, rent. Yeah, like um, like final like final thoughts. Like I guess you know, how would you rate? Like how would you? I guess how would you like determine? You know, we always end with it's not that te- oh, whether or not it's not that terrible. Like I mean, oh yeah, we do that. I didn't put that in the sheet, but yeah, yeah we do but, that. Like, that's the is, point it, of the show. is it that terrible? And like, also, like, I guess, like, what are our final thought? Like, I don't know. What's our takeaway of this? Right? Like, I want to, I want to hear yours first specifically, because I feel like you're closer to this movie than I could be. Yeah. So looking at adaptations of musicals for screen, mm-hmm. I do not think it is terrible because there have been terrible adaptations for screen. Like, uh, I think Les Mis is a bad adaptation. I'll say it. Oh, come at me, okay. Les Mis fans. Okay. Um, and uh, the adaptation of The Prom comes out tonight on Netflix, and James Corden's in it, so it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, is, Cats, is, really bad. Is the Les Mis adaptation... Um, is is that a hot take? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, I don't know if it's hot per se. It's it's a very mediocre movie. I think everyone agrees on that. Okay. But I think it's really bad. Oh, okay. Okay. I just do not enjoy that movie at all. But um, I think they did a, a good job with you know bringing back the original cast was definitely a helpful thing mm-hmm. because the music sounds good no matter what. Sure. But I think there are definitely some issues when it comes to just the adaptation itself. It's yeah. just it's really hard. It's it's hard to move something from screen to from stage to screen. Yeah, you're it's, going from you know a yeah, it's fifty foot tough. stage to a sound stage. It's just like a lot. Well, but, right, and like the the style you? of the style of writing and the style of acting is just like, uh, it's they were there were two different things. I mean, one was one is the style like created like so much, so much in a, like more like earlier than than the other, right? So like. Mm-hmm. How could you possibly like we've learned in recent years how to like how to act on a screen um, in a, like in a real set, you know, like as opposed to like, yeah, yes, like there is a there is a um, what's the what's the phrase? There is a. Uh, uh man. Whatever. Um, There is there is an understanding <laughs> that like this is like movies are just a lot more immersive like whereas like a play mm-hmm. or like a, a like a, a musical or something like that there is a um there is an idea that like yes we all know that this is a play or a musical yeah, there's, an, there's an understanding that you're mm-hmm. watching someone perform a script yes exactly uh suspension of disbelief is what i was going yes for. that's there we go yep there is a there is definitely a suspension of disbelief with uh with uh with musicals and broadway and stuff like that where in film it's just not the same and so like adapting adapting like exaggeration and stuff like that for subtlety that movies that film calls for is just is much different so yeah i I get that yeah i I really i really do think this is not a terrible movie maybe it's not the best adaptation but you know Mm -hmm. you, you win some you lose some we got good music out of it so yeah and I I guess like if I had to as someone who's never seen this before who has never seen the original musical, um, no, is, is it that terrible? No, it's good. Like it's it's good enough. It's it, like it's enjoyable. It's a it's an enjoyable enough like Christmas movie to like watch with uh, watch with friends or like you know to have 
to have like some sort of like an emotional connection to to something it's it's good the music is good it's solid um the the directing is like the directing is great um and it it does leave it does leave things to be desired like i said before mm-hmm. there there are like i'm not a person to call out plot holes but there are holes in the way that like in things that are like in my opinion crucial to understanding certain characters and the way uh the way those stories resolve um there's not a lot of resolution at the end of this movie other than like oh everything's okay now um even though like we're just we're just watching a movie that we made and which is great and awesome but um but like the it feels a little unearned in a a little bit because of very because of things that are omitted um to like fit screen time i would assume so yeah and you you have to watch like 18 times to understand all the relationships yeah because like there's a thing how like collins went to mit and then was kicked out because of his attempt to change the teachings and then like he goes down and reprograms the atm to give out uh, money if he types in that's angel right. that's right like it's just it it doesn't make any sense and yeah and- it's, it's unfortunate yeah it is and like it could be a lot more solid i think like rent um rent is just like so close to getting like uh it gets a passing grade or whatever but like it's mm-hmm. so close to like getting an exceptional grade i think yeah. yeah i think if it didn't have the stage play lean off of if this was just like a story made for a movie it would be terrible yeah for sure i yeah i would agree i would agree too but yeah uh that's rent you guys yeah dude pay your rent it's yeah pay your rent don't forget hey pay your rent yeah let's do you're you're probably running kind of late at this point we reminded you last time yeah we did but it's the as of uh as of uh the time this episode airs it is the 11th uh you are most most days you get like most places you get like a five day notice so you're already like six you're already 11 days late you're six days past the notice yeah your tenant's knocking on your door like in spider-man too so (laughs) I'll pay the rent when you fix the damn door. Um, <laughs> no, sorry, it's Spider-Man Three. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, Spider-Man Three. Um, next week we're starting the holiday uh, series with mm-hmm. Jingle All the Way. Is that correct? That's right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jingle yeah. All the Way. Yeah, Jingle yeah. All the Way, dude. Let's go. We yeah. got to get the Turbo Man, dude. Jingle All the Way rules. I'm I'm super excited to uh, to revisit that for this. It's uh, probably been 15 years since I've yeah. seen Jingle All the Way. I'm easily. pretty sure the last time I saw Jingle All the Way was like on like ABC Family uh, a decade ago. I'm sure it's probably it's probably on tonight. I can probably watch it tonight on TV. Oh yeah, there's like what there, does it does Freeform uh form yeah, the the days of Christmas? Yeah, they still got that. You got cable, Zach? I do have cable. You would. I got cable. I got cables everywhere. Plugged my monitors. <laughs> it's uh, a it's a nest in here. Yeah, it's it's awful. I need to organize my cords. Morgan, people can find you where? Oh man, you can find me on Twitter at Morgul, M-O-R-G-A-U-L. Uh I've just been yelling about like a lot of uh a lot of dumb shit recently. So uh yeah, give me a follow if you wanna if you wanna laugh at one liners or whatever. Uh Zach, where can people find you? Uh Twitter at Y R O K A Z N W O R underscore N W O R B. Whoopsies. Um I yell about video games and sports and about me being terrible at sports betting. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. won one day and then lost two in a row. So you know it's just one of those that's what one you of get. those things. Um but yeah, uh twitch.tv slash Y R O K A Z as well. Mm-hmm. Um I'm kinda waiting. I think I'm gonna be getting some new gear soon, so I'm gonna wait to stream until I get that. Sure. But you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll play that their Fortnites and uh, be Kratos. Hey, boy, dude. boy, um, boy. Yeah. And also, like, I'll I'll have uh, I'll have all the links for that in the in the show notes in the description, whatever you want to call it. Uh, join our Discord. 
Uh, we'll leave yeah. a, have a link there too. Uh, leave us a re- review uh, rating on iTunes. Uh, however high or low you think the show is, preferably five stars, uh, and air your grievances in the uh, in the comments. So agreed. Yeah. Hey, thanks guys. We'll That's see you a next show. Week. The show. That's a show. The show's over. Thanks so. Uh, skate fast, eat ass, and yeah. then birds of Morgan. Thanks so much, guys. We appreciate you. Happy holidays. You know. Yeah. Drink, drink some eggnog. The first or day of Hanukkah today. Happy yeah, Hanukkah happy to Hanukkah. our Jewish listeners. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. <laughs>